Welcome to another Onyx Edge Studios podcast. Woo. Uh, let's do an impromptu ad, guys. How about that? All right. Sure. How you feel about it? This podcast is brought to you by HonestEdgeStudios.com. <laughs> HonestEdgeStudios.com is founded on HonestEdgeStudios.com. <laughs> this podcast is also, you, also brought to you by Drinking Water. <laughs> drinking Water. That's the Yeah, that's the slogan. Oh, and then... Yeah. Have you ever been thirsty? <laughs> drinking so, Water. Get yourself a nice cool glass of drinking water. <laughs> Not to be confused with lake water. <laughs> or salt water. Or ball water. Or toilet water. Onyxstudios.com, where you get awesome ads like this. You as can well be as, the next water champ. Yeah. As well as uh, the Adam Carolla approved podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Adam, Car- Adam Carolla Instagram. <laughs> we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're uh, we're going on about four or five weeks straight of Onyx Edge uh, and uh, well, <laughs> on the road with Thorhammer ads on my Instagram that he likes. So that means you guys should like him too. <laughs> Maybe uh, he likes cherry pop tarts. And I don't mean you guys sitting in the room with me. I mean listeners out there and um podcast land no i'll like yeah. him too that's fine i okay. mean if it's good enough for whoever manages adam carolla's instagram account it's fine with me too you really think he doesn't do it himself he's not doing it himself come on he doesn't know how to use a phone uh, yeah you're right <laughs> honestestudios.com where you get weird banter like this uh you also get the your wa- dreams crushed <laughs> listen i don't i don't think i don't think alex jones is actually following me but no. his instagram is wow <laughs> Oh, there's your first voice uh, crack. <laughs> Benghazi! Yeah. I feel a lot of those coming on today. Uh, so, we're going to use our sponsor to the greatest extent that we can, drinking water. Drinking water. Uh, Stay I- hydrated, Ooh. bitch. <laughs> on on IZSTUS.com, you can also find the watchers on the couch face during uh, Tim Pickerel, Mike Daffron, and Sarah Pickerel. First time introducing her, Sarah Pickerel. How do you feel about that? I uh, I was actually going to save that for Watchers on the Couch. Oh, well, but, fuck. Well, you, uh, your guys' episode maybe will go up before mine, though. So, uh, Yeah, maybe. All right. Anyway, uh, you can find other podcasts on there of less frequency but of greater quality. Uh, the High Files featuring Jordan Wakefield. Uh, I hung out with him last night. That was a good time. We'll get into that. Jay Wake. That's what we should call him now. <laughs> He's woke. He's woke as fuck. J-Dub. I mean, if anybody in our podcast family is woke, it is Jordan Wakefield. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll take this ad to... Uh, we'll take the opportunity of this ad to thank you listeners out there. Keep coming back and sharing the podcast and the website. We appreciate it. Honestestudios.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Road with Thorhammer. I am your host, Chris Nays, also the drummer of Thorhammer. I am joined today by guest Tim Pickerel, podcast overlord. You had to to think about it. Mr. Uh, Spiderballs himself. (laughs) And, uh, of course, 
fellow Ginge, Mr. Mike Daffron, also of Watchers on the Couch. How are you guys doing today? Ooh, good. <laughs> I feel like shit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get into why you feel like shit in just a second. But uh, let's do some Thorhammer merch updates. Once again, we have new Thorhammer t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I need to get one of those. Yeah, you do need to get one of those. You uh, may have the design on another shirt, but the shirt itself is more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So, time to update that shirt, motherfucker. Do you got any with you? I do not. Damn. Yeah. So, everybody who has the old Thorhammer shirt, get the new Thorhammer shirt take the old Thorhammer shirts to Goodwill so we can start seeing more poor people with Thorhammer shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when we did that first run of Thorhammer shirts, one of them did turn up at a Goodwill while somebody was just looking around Goodwill. They were like, we found a Thorhammer shirt at Goodwill. It was like $5. <laughs> we totally approve of that. Uh, recycle your Thorhammer shirts, please. Uh, let's see. We also have new Thorhammer patches. Don't have any of those with me either. Sorry, guys. You don't know how to sew, though, so it's okay. I assume that because you're male. Well, holy shit, is that offensive? Well, <laughs> uh, it's true. I don't know how to sew. Sexist. <laughs> it's offensive, you should, but true. It's not, it's not because I'm a male. It's because I don't know how to sew. Well, I can teach you. I know how to cook. That's a better skill to have than sewing, honestly. Well, you think that until there's a hole in your kayak, and you'd have to... Not a kayak. Uh, <laughs> a wait rack. a second. A rack. A I have no idea how to sew a kayak together. <laughs> I think you've got a hole in your raft. I don't think sewing's going to save you. <laughs> you got a needle you and thread. You have to put more here. holes in your raft. <laughs> yeah. You actually might be able to use fishing line to sew. So it could work. But we're not going to get any more into that, because that's a weird-ass topic. <laughs> Thorhammer merch, you can uh, email me at thorhammerheavymetal at gmail.com or message me however you see fit. Text message, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm on all that shit, so just message me. Uh, patches, they're like a dollar, something like that. And uh, t-shirts are $20 with shipping, or if you want to meet me, they're 15 You guys need to make some uh, flags. Thorhammer flags? Yeah, I need a flag for my speedboat. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, speedboat. That's, that, that's becoming a recurring thing mm. on the podcast, which I, just, I absolutely It would be love. cool if like somebody had like a sale, and yeah. it was like the Thorhammer t-shirt design as their single <laughs> and it's a speedboat on the <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a the sail is a picture of a speedboat with a flag it's actually if you had the flag on your speedboat and there's a speedboat on the flag it just like keeps going inside like you know what I mean like, like those optical illusions <laughs> like when you uh, when you face your video camera towards yeah, the TV exactly like too. that Exactly like that. Like a portal into another dimension via speedboat. And uh, thank you to former guest Garrett for speedboat. 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 Uh, well, the merch stuff is out of the way, so uh, let's move on to the show proper. Shall we? Real proper-like. Real proper-like. Last night I was joined by these two at uh, the last St. Louis Anarchy, formerly called LWA, show. And, uh, of course, 
Mr. Tim Pickerel and Mr. Mike Daffron are the forefathers, are two of the forefathers of LWA slash St. Louis Anarchy. See, did you see how he did that? He said forefathers, but he meant like the number four? No, I didn't. Oh, you did No, I didn't mean that. No, <laughs> I, I didn't think you meant that. <laughs> you said forefathers, and then you said like two of the forefathers. Uh, okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that does work that way too. But I, I meant it in the, uh, in the sense of uh, four, as in F O R E oh, fathers. Uh, so, dude, I'm really fucked up. <laughs> like my head is not right. Well, just follow along, I guess. No. Uh, we witnessed the last St. Louis Anarchy show, and we came out not feeling great afterwards. These guys had a couple more drinks than I did, because if I have too many drinks, I pee on Tim Pickerel's floor. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't do that, but Tim did ride with me, and that was a, that was a fun occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Daffron... Did not know you were coming, but uh, you showed up, so that was badass. I rode with the other four fathers. Yeah. With uh, Sam and J-Dub. Who also... Jordan Wakefield and Frank. Yeah. Who also, on the day of this recording, certainly do not feel well. <laughs> yes, they do not feel well. I'm sure Sam is fine. <laughs> Sam is completely fine. As am I, because we do not drink as much as everybody else does. Yep. And uh, then, you know, if you choose to, that's fine. But you end up puking on... Sam Richardson's car door. So it happens. They're not me. I know. I was referring to a story that was told to me off air. Yes. <laughs> Which the person uh, can come and defend themselves or retell the story whenever they want to on my show. That's I'm not going to name names, but I mean that only leaves two other people, <laughs> and it wasn't Frank. <laughs> but I'm not going to name names. <laughs> It rhymes with mm. Schmorden. <laughs> Good times. Well, um, I wish you could have been there to see that. Yeah. Even though I probably would have been like sitting bitch or something in the back of a... Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's four dudes in a car. One extra dude is not really going to help situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, so did you... you- you didn't know I was going? Did you know Jordan and Frank were coming? No. Uh, well, I, I actually... Jordan had mentioned that he was planning on going, but I did not know that everybody else was going to be there. So I look over uh, towards where you guys were standing mm-hmm. at that point in the evening. And that's when you And uh, I was like, wow. All my, all my buddies are over, standing over there. I got to get up immediately and go welcome them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Uh... I did take a couple of notes on things I wanted to mention from last night. So let me write them. Okay. Yes, like I mentioned, uh, great to see so many old friends and longtime fans. Uh, fellow Thorhammer member Kyle McNeil was there. Although you kept you and Jordan kept calling him JP, which I was confused by. <laughs> I, <laughs> he did too. I wonder if he heard me say. I that. think he did. Uh, <laughs> I was, he probably was, didn't it was really confusing. And uh, I guess you meant that he looks like Justin, which he kind of does because he always wears a bandana. No, because legitimately, when I first looked at him, yeah. like this was before you came over. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Justin's here too, and I'm like, oh, cool, and then like. A little while later, you know, watching the match, I look over again. I'm like, no, it's not Justin. <laughs> no. But then I was like, all right, I'm going to go with it. It's Justin. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's why I guess that was confusing to me. Like, you legitimately thought it was him. Yeah. And, yeah, I, for and sure. I was telling you, I was like, that's not him. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Awkward. I guess it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but, Let's not uh, mention this. Well, he's much thinner. He lo- he actually <laughs> looks a lot... He, he used to look a lot more like Justin whenever Kyle was a little chubbier. Mm. And also, uh, he re- uh, Kyle recently shaved... Like clean face, mm-hmm. so that is even more like Justin. Yeah, because Justin can't grow facial hair because he's twelve. So uh, <laughs> Eternal, and wearing the bandana, eternally twelve, right? But uh, yeah, it's, Kyle's there. Uh, my girlfriend Lindsay was there. Uh, lots of old school LWA people. Uh, really, I you know I would, and I mentioned this to not, Tim. Not the, as many as I would have hoped. Yeah, I know. And I mentioned this to Tim on the way home that I was actually the last LWA motherfucking super fan to be in attendance. You know, Keith and Mal live in Germany; they couldn't mm. be there. Big Al in Line Four; they ain't around anymore. Uh, Justin wasn't there, and Matt Green wasn't there. So stupid Sekus wasn't there. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you only didn't find out what Skeksis was until like a couple of years ago. I watched uh, that Jim Jim Henson movie, whatever that movie is, Dark Crystal. Uh, dude, I didn't know what it meant until yeah. like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Skeksis. I randomly thought about like I was thinking about like LWA. I don't know where, but then I was like Skeksis. I'm like. I wonder what that means. If that has any meaning, we should like, get we should oh, give yeah. some background to listeners on the Skeksis topic. Uh, on an old LWA message board, a person with the screen named Stupid Skek or Skeksis. <laughs> God, I'm an asshole. <laughs> person with the screen name or me- uh, message board named Skeksis was on the board, and we all used to just mock her completely, <laughs> and uh, mostly Justin, but really it turned into everybody. And um, you know, she was a Skeksis. She was a she was a crowd member. She was a Skeksis. She was a Skeksis. <laughs> what a total fucking Skeksis! <laughs> I don't even know who that person is. No, she's just some girl that came to the early shows, okay. and uh, she disappeared from shows. Rightfully so. We hated her. <laughs> I feel bad though. Like we hated somebody we didn't even know what she I looked know, like. Yeah. So she could have been at the show. We wouldn't. Know. <laughs> I think I eventually found out what she looked like, and it, and you know, and it's whatever. But um, <laughs> it's whatever. It's about what you expect. So I never yeah, Texas to look. She looked like. kind of stupid. <laughs> she looked kind of stupid. But she was annoying, and uh, yeah. So we brought up the Texas thing, and that's what that is. Uh, but as I said, great to see so many friends and fans there. Everybody came out in a big way for last night. So uh, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, most of the matches were pretty good, especially for the opening match. I don't know if... I know Tim was there, of course, but you I don't know if you were there for that. Hooligans versus the yeah, yeah. Viking mm-hmm. War Party. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Really, all the matches were fucking great. The last Viking War Party match. They are no longer a team. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, no bad blood there or anything. Just they decided to go the separate ways. So... Uh, cheers to those dudes. They always put on a fucking hell of a show. Yep, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Side, you can now... Water. We now enter our side <laughs> podcast. Cheers to that. Uh, cheers to that, guys. Cheers water. Cheers to that. <laughs> Brought to you by our sponsor, Drinking Water. Stay hydrated, bitch. And now back to the main podcast. Uh, electricity going out. 
that was crazy. a weird moment and strangely fitting for the last show. There, you know, this happens sometimes at heavy metal shows too. Like you never know what's going to happen. Shit can go completely awry. Mics fall off. You know, like PA doesn't work. Like all kinds of weird shit can happen. PA didn't work at this show either. Yeah, I was going to yeah. mention that, uh, which le- would lead to another topic. Uh, another topic. I mean, I don't know what I just said. Goodbye, shitty PA, after the show, because they're moving to a new venue, I think. Goodbye, Ooh. shitty PA. Uh, in parentheses, <laughs> hopefully, in my notes. <laughs> uh, for any live show, you really need a good and audible ring announcer with a good PA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, unfortunately, they were <laughs> without most of both of those for most of the show until... Mr. Dr. Love yeah. took control, powered through the shitty PA, and made shit happen. Damn Skippy. And I wanted to ask you about that. How did it feel to get back into your old role as Dr. Love, Mad Dog Daffronian? <laughs> How many names do I got? Mickey Picklestone. The Wizard. It was fun, uh, man. Yeah. I mean, to do the, especially do the last match, you know, so. Yeah. It was fucking great it was really fun is that wanted, some, i don't know what to say you know it, it well, just was fun is that something that they had planned for you to if you could make it to the show for you to do that yeah yeah they wanted uh they wanted me and tim and frank and sam and jordan to like get in the ring and say some stuff whatever one which to do. you did yeah uh but did which they, went on too long <laughs> well we'll get <laughs> into people to, we'll get into that like, in a second yeah okay i got it we'll get into that in a second but uh, so, as far as specifically you ring announcing, mm-hmm. was that a thing they wanted you to close the show? Yes. Okay. So, it wasn't just you were taking over for her shitty commentary, because I don't know if you noticed. But, and I don't want to disparage Sarah too much, because everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. But if you make multiple mistakes in one evening, like, uh, I'm going to call you out. If we're reviewing the show in a, in a truthful and uh, respectful way. Are we saying she's the new Charlie? <laughs> Did Charlie not do well on the mic either? Charlie was horrible. On the mic. <laughs> he, uh, we had Samoa Joe out for an LWA show, and he yeah. said Samoa mm. Joe's name wrong. Ooh, yeah, that's Jamoa Show. <laughs> it was, it was something like that. Jamoa Shake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Charlie, you had one job. He, well, I, I, I couldn't even hear her from where I was at. Yeah, so neither. She made mistakes. Or oh, she totally like slipped up. In the introductions multiple times and didn't roll with it mm-hmm. and recover, she apologized in the course of it. Yeah, you can't. She'd be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, she could continue then. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, at one point, one of the wrestlers actually grabbed the mic from her after she mis- made a mistake introducing him, introducing their team. Oh. And. Announced a completely different name, not his name or the team's name, because he's in a tag team. Mm-hmm. And it just like rolled with it. And that's exactly what you got to do if you're one of those dudes. You know what I mean? Like, you jump on a situation when it's going wrong, improvise, make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you don't have that skill, you shouldn't be a ring announcer. Like, if you fuck up, you should be able to fucking just roll with it, laugh at yourself, move on. Yeah. And has uh, she been doing it a long time? I think only a couple of shows. Okay. I think yeah. so, a lot of stuff like that takes experience. Exactly. Too, you know? But you could also practice at home or something. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't I don't know that that would necessarily show in a situation like that if you're practicing at home. But and I don't want to criticize too much because I have never ring announced. Mm-hmm. I want to preface that by saying I've never. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see it being real hard. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not hard. My, uh, We're gonna have to try this another time. <laughs> my biggest issue with because I mean I could mm. I, I didn't hear any of her mistakes because I couldn't hear anything with that PA. Yeah. But, my biggest problem was the way they have their ring set up is nice because they have people on all four sides, and she always only announced towards the stage mm-hmm. that people came out of. Like she never like turned and addressed any of the other sides. Yeah, and I think that's important. You gotta you gotta be dynamic. Work the crowd. Mm-hmm. Work the crowd. Move around as you're announcing. You know, yep. get into it. So. If anybody is in the know and she's going to continue to do that, please relay that information. <laughs> I'll tag her in work, with work, uh, crowd. I'll, uh, I actually, oh no, I follow her on Twitter, uh, so I will tag her in the uh, podcast post. But uh, moving on to another part of the show, you guys all, as you mentioned, everybody was in the ring. All the old school LWA dudes, um, Sam, who uh, runs the How Should I Bro podcast. Not anymore. Did he quit? He scheduled the uh, Facebook page for deletion, so Ooh. I assume I assume he's done with How Should I Bro. All right. Well, that's uh, new information. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys did the best you could with it. Um, I think by that point, the crowd was a little liquored up, mm-hmm. little beard up. Me, me as well. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, you get you guys did your best yeah. with it. Jordan and yourself were a little long-winded, and I think that because you weren't short and sweet about it, the alcohol-filled crowd was not having it, yep. and they were ready to move on. So For sure, and I felt it. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Uh, so you handed, it, I, you, I, you handed it to Tim? Yes. Yeah, so Tim <laughs> did what he should have done, and which is it short and sweet, in. bing, bang, boom, move on, and... Uh, I don't know that anybody mm. else said anything. Maybe Sam said a couple of words and you guys moved on. Mm. And in all, not that it didn't go as bad as it could have gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could have been complete revolt from the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I we didn't even we didn't even really want to say anything. I didn't. Yeah. Me and Frank, we were like and Tim, I don't yeah. think you wanted to really well, as well even, too much. Yeah, I didn't even know we were going to do anything. Like, I thought we were just all going to hang out and be there for the show. Prior so, to the show, you had so, no idea anything was happening. Right, so I rode with you, and I was, like, waiting for Sam, Jordan, Mike, and Frank to show up. And when they got there, I, like, walked up to say hi and everything, and, like, Sam's there. Okay, so after intermission, we're going to go backstage and go over what we're doing. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, and apparently, like, things had changed. Like, apparently, Sam and Jordan had been talking about what they were going to do. And yeah. And it's like, okay, well, everybody's going to do it, so. Okay. Uh, so, uh, originally, there was, like, supposed to be, like, Frank was going to hit some people and things like that. They were going to do a whole run-in. Yeah. And things like that. But. And things had to change. But, yeah, they, I, and rightfully so, because I don't think that. It's a whole new crowd from yeah. the old day. Like, it's nobody exact, knows Frank. It's exactly what I was trying to say to, like, you know, Sam and Jordan. I'm yeah. Like, they earlier, have no clue who we are. They don't freaking care, man. You guys were discussing that earlier in the evening, and I, I made a plea to you guys, like, you should follow Mike's idea. Just say a couple of words. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't rem- like it's a new crowd. They don't remember you guys. It's better to go this path. Yeah. So now I'm not taking credit whatsoever. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's totally your guys' deal. But uh, you guys handled it well. So good job. And the other the other thing was I'm going back to that fucking PA because yeah. <laughs> it would have been a lot easier 
to work the crowd. Yeah. If the PA was good. Was loud enough. Because, yeah, because Jordan mm. and Mike, I mean, they, they said some good shit, but at the end of the day, nobody heard what they were saying. And or, like, like I heard said, every other thing. Like maybe. I said, the alcohol in the situation brings the crowd murmurs up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gradually. You know what I'm saying? And by that time in the evening, like, everybody's rolling. So, um, it is what it is. So you I, guys made the best of a yeah. kind of weird situation. So I worked the crowd without the mic. Yeah. <laughs> And I and I cheered you and and chanted sh- short and sweet or something. Like that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, good job, guys. Um, I want to say best of luck to uh, the guys in their new venture, which you can find at uh, Fight STL. I think is what it is. Or uh, that's the hashtag. N- NWLSTL is is who you should look up on Twitter and Facebook and that stuff. And it'll be a lot of the same dudes that were in LWA and in St. Louis Anarchy. And it's going to be like every other Thursday starting in January, I think, maybe. And you have to double-check that information. But um, I do want to make a plea to them to say, please, 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 Fridays or Saturdays, you're going to need those days. Eventually, you're going to need those days to make this thing work. Mm. So... Um, cheers to those dudes. Cheers to that. Cheers to those. Yep. <laughs> cheers, cheers to them. <laughs> cheers to those. Let's move on to our next topic. It's the giant elephant in the room along with all these other crazy, awesome new records from like... Let's go Let's go down the list real quick of new stuff I've been listening to. Devin Townsend Project. Opeth. New Event Sevenfold. Uh, my buddy Thelmo Rigo from the Dream Theater Podcast put out a new record. Uh, and, like I said, the giant elephant, new Metallica. Yeah! Ooh! Yeah! Hardwired, dot, 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 to self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> Hardwired uh, ellipses. <laughs> came out, well, this is going to air next week, so came out this past weekend... Uh, but I bought it in the in my local record store, Fye. I believe you guys downloaded it, correct? Yeah, I did. I ordered it yeah. off Amazon, and then Amazon sent me a notification that said it's not going to get here until November 29th Bullshit. because they're having issues with shipping. But the good thing about Amazon is a lot of the albums that you buy, you actually get the digital copy on release day yeah. in Amazon Music. So I was still able to listen to the album in its entirety. So Wednesday and Thursday leading up to the record, they announced they were going to make videos for the remainder of the record. So they'd already done three, mm-hmm. and they were mostly live stuff or uh, in-studio stuff. Uh, for the remainder of the record, they did videos for every single song. So, like I said, Wednesday and Thursday, starting at like 11 in the in the early afternoon, they would... Uh, they, every two hours, they were releasing a new songs video. And I thought that was maybe the coolest thing they could have done in the lead-up to this release. And, yeah. like, really got a huge buzz going more than it already was. Mm-hmm. Totally. And those songs, being able to preview those songs along with watching cool-ass videos from all different directors on every video. And directors they'd worked with in the past on stuff like Fuel, on stuff like uh, Death Magnetic... Uh, let's see, Black Album, I think. Mm-hmm. They even went back as that, that far. Uh, so fucking cool that they did that. And to all of our surprise, I think, pretty much top to bottom, this album kicks ass. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's, in my opinion, the best Sense Black album. I uh, I would agree with that. I would yeah. agree with that as well. It trumps. <laughs> no, I uh, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it trumps everything. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> it trumps everything, including Death Magnetic, since Black Album for sure. Right? Yeah. Are we in agreement on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I really, really got to emphasize that that those videos helped me see how how good these songs were like i, think, I haven't seen all the videos i didn't know that so well, this is awesome to me yeah, yeah. now i can go home and watch all the videos. some are better than others but there's like animated ones mm-hmm. so, uh videos mm. that are more movie like that don't even feature the band uh performance videos yeah there was one i i caught a glimpse of there's a couple i did catch but yeah. i haven't seen all of them uh, you remember which songs? Uh, I do not. Okay. But the one where like there's a different band on stage or what? What is that one? Man, Man Unkind. Unkind. Okay, yeah, yep. And we're. Mm-hmm. I want to get to that video because that is my prop is. It's one of my favorite videos. Probably my favorite one on. The I only saw like a few seconds of it yeah. while I was at lunch. I couldn't. I didn't have time to like look at all of them. Uh. Yeah, I definitely want to get into that, but. Uh. Like I said, I'm just. I could not be happier with this record. That's fucking badass. I love it. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I was listening on the way over here. Yeah. And I, I actually took a few notes on it, and I want to. I think they could lead to some cool discussion. So um, I, I, I noted first that the longer songs don't feel like they're really long. Uh, there are some that are over six minutes. Uh, at least four of them are over six minutes on mm-hmm. this. So... Um, that's that leads to you to see that they're it's good songwriting when they don't feel like they're mm-hmm. long. You know what I mean? Like some they do a lot of parts do repeat a lot, but it's not so much that you're like, okay, this could have ended two minutes ago. Yeah, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Well written and pieced together, and they took on some different ways of piecing together songs on this one. So I dig that. Well, like, you know, if you compare it to Death Magnetic, you know, like, I think me and you have talked about it before, Chris, that yeah. Yeah, it sounds more jammy and it does sound long. There was a lot of songs, at least for me on that album, I was like, uh, is it going to end? Is it over yet? <laughs> right. You know? And I still love that. I still like the album. It was just, you know. A lot of different factors are are uh, add up to that, too. At that feeling, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if the lyrics aren't good enough. Yeah. If the song, if the riff, you aren't into the riff as much as others mm-hmm. then it goes on too long you're like well, fucking this could end a little while ago mm-hmm. and I would have been okay with it uh, so yeah I totally I totally put this above Death Magnetic all the way 100% yeah. uh, I noted I noted that James' voice mm-hmm. especially on the faster tunes he's singing in a little higher register uh, a la some of the older material mm-hmm. there's a I noticed in like a Halo on Fire Mm-hmm. Like where he kind of is in a higher register, like in the uh, chorus, pretty much, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, it fucking sounds great. Yeah. So uh, he sounds the best he's had since probably, well, easily low to reload. Because, I mean, his voice was good in that, just people didn't like the songs that much. Yeah. And he was in, a, like I was saying before, like some of the older material is sort of lower mm-hmm. in melodic tone, you know? Was, so uh, and that fits the bluesy stuff. So like if you're playing, if you're singing along to a bluesy guitar, if you're not going to be up here, 
You're going to be down here. I'm trying to remember <laughs> if it was James or if it was a different band. I seem to remember like hearing something like not too long ago. It, it's like a band that's been around for a while, but they basically learned to sing again yeah because this whole time like they were having throat issues because Mm -hmm. they never learned how to sing properly right and i wanted to say that was james but maybe i'm maybe i'm thinking of a different band but because i I know his voice wasn't i mean saint anger (laughs) his voice is not good on that no and you know a lot of things a lot of things can make that happen you know he's in a pretty shitty place mentally and physically around that time Mm -hmm. you know so uh, whatever it is that got him on the spark of good lyrics and good uh, vocal approach, double thumbs up for me. Yes. Both of those things. I was, I was two afraid. metal thumbs up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, my biggest fear was that I, I heard like the first two singles that they put out, and it's like, oh, they're good. I wonder if it's just uh, studio magic that's mm-hmm. making them sound this good. But I've been like watching every like live performance they've mm-hmm. had so far, and they're they're probably they sound fucking perfect. They're yeah, so bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're tight as fuck. You know what? I, I actually wanted to mention. I watched it this morning, and I and I only watched it for the new songs. And they played three new songs mm-hmm. yesterday on a live stream from London mm-hmm. for like three hundred fifty fans or something like that. They played Alice Rise, Hardwired, and Moth into Flame mm-hmm. in their new set, along with a lot of old school material and uh, the Budgie cover. <laughs> Uh, from from the uh, eight ninety nine EP or whatever it's called, okay. uh, but uh, it, they, he sounded great, mm-hmm. and uh, he certainly pulled off all the new material and the old material. I'm very high on Metallica right now. Yeah. Like, I love this shit. It is so glad to see them come back to form. You know, like I I posted on Facebook yet yeah, uh, yesterday or maybe the day before, like. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm all in. I love new Metallica. I still miss Jason yeah. Newstead backup vocals, but other than that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, I've heard a lot of people Rob, say that. Rob on, in the live performance yesterday pulled off like uh, Atlas Rise pretty well. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he sings backup on that. That's one of my favorite songs on but, the album, uh, too. Atlas Rise is That's really fucking awesome. Uh, melodic, Iron Maiden-type mm. stuff on Moth Into Flame, and as well as a couple other tracks. Like uh, melodic soloing and guitar riffs. Mm-hmm. I I was telling mm-hmm. we were listening to it on the way to the wrestling show yesterday, man. Yeah. Like I can't get enough of Iron Maiden type riffs. <laughs> That's exactly that is my shit. I fucking love it. It's exactly what it reminded me of. Like Metallica fucking yeah. is playing Iron Maiden yeah. type riffs again. Give me a fucking break. This is amazing. I wonder if I'll feel this so way in like six months. Like, <laughs> if I will love it as much as I do today. I think I will because it was a different feeling. Because uh, when Sane Anger first yeah. came out, I liked Sane Anger yeah. because I hadn't had new Metallica for a while. Yeah. And everybody was shitting on it. And Sam and I were talking about, man, these fucking people are shitting on things <laughs> Ooh, just to shit on it. <laughs> I, have, I have things of people shitting on this stuff already that I want to share with you guys. That, and I'm going to just Ooh. read it verbatim, not make any jokes out, out of it, and let you guys. And I'll get to that here in a minute. But, uh, Halo on Fire, Black Album style song. Love uh, that song. Huge shows a huge range of this album too. Like there's lower mid tempo, there's lower tempo mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, there uh, in one of the songs, I think it's the closer on the first disc, or maybe the closer on the second disc. I don't remember. Closer on the second, I think is uh, he in the, the verses. Yeah. It you think it's going to stay upbeat, and then it goes into a more mellow riff. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that's not something they usually do. So, like I said, interesting songwriting. I dig it. I wish I remember what fucking song that is. Uh, but, uh, let's see. Next note, Man Unkind. Probably my favorite song right now on the record. There's other ones that have more melodic stuff going on, but it's a slower, slower drum beat, and uh, I think that Lars, I think he's more in lockstep with the band when he doesn't have to overcomplicate. When he doesn't have to do the galloping drum kick mm-hmm. stuff and fast on the right hand, you know what I mean? With on like a hi hat or China or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um they the main riff is actually in an odd time signature, which uh they don't normally do that. That's not a thing that they've done since uh well actually no, they might have done a little bit on Death Magnetic, not much, but they definitely didn't utilize that skill since Injustice for All. And certainly not on a slower beat, but uh, really cool. Uh, opening up the dynamics of the band again, you know, which I'm all about that. Uh, and like you mentioned before, that video is in. I know you only saw a little bit of it, mm-hmm. but it starts out with the a mock black metal band huffing paint <laughs> out of a <laughs> bag that part. <laughs> before they go on stage and then it's a classic like uh, Black Sabbath type riff mm-hmm. throughout most of the song and uh, I'm super into it that is the song that a bunch of people ripped on on the internet who I am Facebook friends with but I won't I'm not gonna mention names out of respect here but not anymore <laughs> fuck them uh, out of respect I will not mention names but I feel like this deserves some attention one guy says I don't get it next guy says that fucking song title next guy says Auschwitz needs to be reopened what next guy says um oh wow and then I watched the video, or at least 60 seconds of the video, because fuck that. Next guy says, Dear Lord. Next guy says, If I didn't know it was Metallica, I'd say it were another third-rate occult rock-slash-doom band, judging from that boring, stale-ass riff. That was the most liked post on this thread, by the way. Next guy says, I'm trying to think of a more stupid song title, but none come to mind. Wow. Next guy says, this is going to score huge points with stupid people. Also, is this really an official video or just a mashup of leaked Lords of Chaos clips? I don't know. I don't understand that reference, but... Oh, boy. Next guy says... In all capital letters with multiple exclamation points. Oh, shit. Boring! (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently not. (laughs) With the haha response on Facebook. Uh, Wow, this video is like... And this is the next guy. Wow, this video is like an embodiment of me at 13. (laughs) How is that an insult? That's like... uh, No, I said I wouldn't comment. Next guy says, I need an adult. I don't know what that means. Next guy says, this song will probably sound better on vinyl. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> sure. This guy says, could this be some weird self-aware diss to all the true metalers that hate Metallica now? 
Like you're a true meddler if you don't like Metallica. Yeah, and finally, on another post, but of the same sentiment, fucking hell. Okay, and this is from a person that is not British, so you can't say fucking hell. Well, you can say fucking hell. You can't say fucking hell. That, well, that's <laughs> what fucking hell. If you're Good American, hell, you can't say fucking hell in a way that means it like that. Like you don't. Even if you're on the internet, you fucking hell is not our slur. That is theirs, not ours. Yeah, we can't cultural appropriate the British. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She says, "Oh, I shouldn't have said it was a she. Sorry. Uh, fucking hell. What did I just waste my time with?" <laughs> That's not English either. Someone, please tell Metallica to stop. Do you want me? Do you want me to Sean Connery? No, I don't. I want to continue using this weird ass accent. This character has came up with boring. Which actually, uh, if Nigel, if Nigel the Australian from the from the as yet unreleased Thor Hammer podcast, maybe next week can uh, make an appearance on this episode. Feel free. Oh, switch should be Uh, reopened. Oh boy. Sean, please leave this. You weren't invited. <laughs> Fucking hell. What did I just waste my time with? Someone, please tell Metallica to stop. Retire. Play some tennis or some shit. Just stop making music. Oh, in quotes. Oh, yeah. Isn't Laws moving back to Denmark now that Trump got elected? I saw there's a lot of people <laughs> saying Jesus. that shit. All right, so that's your uh, that's your Metallica hate. For the day, uh, let's move on. Fucking hell. Spit out... <laughs> what a bunch out, of cunts. <laughs> spit out the bone, guys. Some of the best riffs on the whole record. Super upbeat song. Ridiculous video. <laughs> Ridiculous video. Uh, Megadeth-y video. Uh, actually, the flying around spiky thing. Futuristic things. Mm-hmm. And an almost exact copy of a Dream Theater concept that's been going on for like a year mm. like they came out with the album last year or, or way earlier this year and uh it's like the exact same thing except without spikes <laughs> like so so there's that well, just throwing that out there well the flying the flying spherical death machine isn't like a very uh yeah it's novel. not super original yeah uh so you know it is what it is um they should have seen it though at least Video screams Megadeth and cheesiness, but I love it. Can't help but not love it when there is Kung Fu in it. Yeah. Uh, there are Star Wars looking dudes in it. There are... Uh, there's a guy that looks like Snake Plissken or... or, uh, or uh, What's his name from Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Snake. Fucking awesome. Snake. Like old Snake, though. Yeah. <laughs> so... Do they have any boxes in there? <laughs> he hides in a box. <laughs> there is a stupid guy that runs out and gets shot or uh, beamed to death by one of the machines right at the beginning. you got to see this like, video, dude. Hey, I've got a 70s mustache. Look over here. Actually, while we're while we're talking about it a little bit, uh, look up. Oh, I, actually, I'll look uh, it up while I'm talking. Uh, the thing I like about like all these, watch it. All these videos watch it is that you can make... A really good because it doesn't look like they have like really high production value mm. in any of these. It looks like, and some of them went for it. Some of yeah. them, oh damn it! <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm trying to put it on silent and I can't. But these aren't like <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> let's. It does. I mean, it doesn't really matter if like, their music ends up on the show. So the, these clearly aren't like 
million dollar or multi-million dollar music videos that they've made here. These are like... Especially this one. These are like just artistic videos that like you just... Did you figure that out? How to silence it? (laughs) Well, I thought I silenced it. I'm sorry. Oh. (laughs) Damn it. Like they just found like really talented people to put their stuff together in kind of like a low key. Yeah. Semi low key. They use like very simplistic effects on it to Mm -hmm. deliver like their art. And kudos, kudos to doing 12 fucking music videos for an album before your album's even out. Right. And, And I think on that one specifically, Spit Out the Bone, like. It lends to the B movie ch- uh, cheesiness, like mm-hmm. that's what they wanted. Yeah, no, totally. So uh, Mike is checking it out right now, but you totally see what I'm talking about, though. Oh, like, for sure. Uh, Megadethy Snake, uh, the, the big skull guy. Just he sort of looks just like Vic Ra- uh, Vic Rattlehead. Like it's not that far off. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, the bass riffs in that song certainly complement it in 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 certain points. Uh, gotta love it. Um, next time I wanted to mention Dream No More. Uh, slower songs equal heavy almost always. Yeah, yeah, I like Dream No More a mm-hmm. lot. Um, I, I really, really dig that song. And it's like I said, the album is dynamic, mm-hmm. it's something that they've been missing for a really long time, and it feels like feels like home guys yeah i think my favorite off the album right now is uh because it'll change yeah um is uh now that we're dead i Ooh, really yeah, like the song. riffs in that one mm-hmm. i don't like the solo that much like whatever the effects were he was using kirk's using in that solo it, i don't like it but other than that i think it's great it's funny as we're going Ugh. through like all these like oh yeah i really like that one yeah i really like that one i really like fucking every yeah. song like it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there's not a, there's not a song on that album that I would like skip to the next track. On. Yeah, right. Uh, and I haven't yet. I haven't skipped a song while I was listening to it yet. And that is how I love to. Li- that's how I listen to all records. Is I listen to all the them way through, top to bottom. Yep. I grew up doing that with my dad. It has continued to this day. Well, that's one of the things that I I liked about this because it's like. They have all their videos out. You don't even need to buy the record if you don't want to. You can just listen to it on YouTube at any time. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's right there on YouTube to listen to. But And I did. I listened to all those songs, like, watched all those videos multiple times. Right. But the experience of having the actual album, where the tracks are in the order that they're supposed to be in, with no gaps as you click to the next video, as you just roll into Mm -hmm. each song. That's, like, the experience of this album. The intended track Mm -hmm. order. Yeah. And that is something that has been lost by today's generation. Like, in the in our in the generation of download the single and that's it, you don't you just don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. And the intended order, like that's a thing that a lot of bands don't do anymore. And kudos to bands like Avenged Sevenfold and Metallica and Opeth and you know the, the best heavy metal bands out there today. That's make it a point of picking an exact track order that they think works not just fucking throwing it all out mm-hmm. there uh, and that's something that artists should and do pay attention to it's a fun experience too like cause yeah. I listened to it all the way through mm-hmm. um, with my headphones on at work was, you know it's actually been a while since I have done that yeah. well no that's not true cause the sevenfold I did that with the sevenfold album but before that I don't remember the last music that I bought and listened 
all the way through. Only yeah. because I haven't bought really any music too much. So well, I'll turn. I'll turn to you too on many to some, damn podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> me too, man. That's all I do now. I turn, I'll turn you on to some new stuff I mentioned a bunch earlier and ran through them, but I'll, I'll fucking clue you in. There's a lot going on right now. Okay. I am on music overload right now, especially with the new fucking Metallica record mm-hmm. out. I, I got not. There's not enough time. You know what I mean? Uh, but the, I did want to mention a couple cons, so we're not completely weighted on one side here. <coughs> sure. Large drumming. Now, this has been a point of contention to people going Hated. back a long, <laughs> long way. He, on the faster tunes, just, that, like, there's not enough, uh, he doesn't mix it up enough, I don't think, and when he tries, it doesn't, it, he's not quite in the same, uh, I, I wouldn't put him in the same level as the other dudes in Metallica as far as, like, skill-wise. You know what I mean? At their own instrument. Uh, so, given that, you have to take that into how you judge this album as a whole. You know what I mean? I don't think that you can say that he's bad. I think that you just have to say, like, he has a more Ringo approach to Metallica mm-hmm. than judging him along the greats like fucking... I don't know, like John Bon, John Bonham. John Bon Jovi. I didn't. I almost said it, and I would have been shamed. Uh, he might be a really good drummer. We don't know. You know what I mean? Like you can't judge Lars next to John Bonham, next to fucking Neil, next to Mike Pornoy, next to Mike Mangini. Like they're just not in the same boat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's one of my only cons. Uh, I, you know, like we were mentioning earlier, song parts maybe repeat one or two times too many on some of the songs that are longer but not enough for me to hate them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i still love the songs it doesn't matter and that's not something i could say about metallica for a very long time um and i don't think that anything that those people those fucking metal elitist kids and none of that shit holds water like this album's good there's not a lot of cons to it. Uh, I did buy the double disc, and when they announced it was a double disc, I thought that they were going to fill up both discs to 60 minutes, and that meant they would have a lot of overflow of material, like Ooh. stuff they didn't need to include. Yep. And I think what they did is they realized not all material needs to be included, so cut back just a tad. You know what I mean? Like, take out maybe four songs or five songs or something like that that maybe aren't up to snuff with the rest of the material Lords of Summer being one of the extra tracks like it's really good and they included it on the third disc but it is not officially part of the record you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so take that for what it is they also did release that a long time ago so like maybe they thought well enough people have bought this already they don't necessarily need to buy it again they can buy it as an extra on the third disc if mm-hmm. they want to. The three disc version. So, uh, there, and I actually watched a review of these dudes on, uh, it's called, it's Banger TV, which is a, is ran by this dude who does some heavy metal documentaries. He did one about Rush. He did one about, uh, Let's see, who else? That's not what I would expect Banger TV to be. <laughs> well, it's on YouTube, so it's not nothing explicit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All heavy metal. Headbanger. Okay. So, 
how he ended his review is how he judges this album against other things. So he judges it against other younger bands, against bands of the same era, and against their back catalog. So against other younger bands, um, close but, in my opinion, not quite as good as some of the uh, some of the newer stuff that's coming out. And that's only because I've had Metallica so long I like new I like newer bands more. And you know, it, it, that's just my opinion, you know what I mean? Like uh, not everybody is going to feel the same way. People that love Metallica through and through and every, they view everybody else as just whatever in the metal world. They're gonna love this more than whatever else new that's coming out. So I would, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this stuff. My, what I was thinking of against other younger bands, what do you think? I don't know. I'm not familiar with very many okay. younger bands aside from probably Sevenfold. Yeah, we listened to a little bit of the new record yesterday. And that was good, and I really liked their album before that that yeah. had Hail to the King on it. Yeah, Hail to the King is the album. Oh, well, well that's yeah. convenient. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a complete brain meltdown. <laughs> Um, who else? Who else counts that I would have heard? They would have had to be. They'd have. They'd have to be a band that they play on like satellite radio. No, oh, okay. for me to I, I actually don't know satellite radio, but uh, they. I know satellite radio is kind of shitty when it comes to heavy metal. So I don't know. I, like maybe Kill Switch Engage would be I'm, one of them. I'm familiar better. with Kill Switch. One, and one it of really, the better ones. It depends on. I don't know if I'd ever put any Kill Switch above yeah. Metallica. I like. Kill I honestly Switch. wouldn't either. I'm just trying to think of what would be on satellite, so I don't really know. Yeah. Five Finger Death Punch definitely not above Metallica. They're on satellite. No, yeah. Five um, Finger, and Five Finger Death Punch suffers the same thing that Godsmack does, where all their songs sound exactly ooh, yeah. the same. Ooh yeah, it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> that Godsmack. God, yeah, is God's, a band that is also on yeah. satellite. So. God's, I don't know if I consider Godsmack a newer band because they were around oh, yeah, when I was no, in high school. Like 2000, they've been around then. So. Um, but no. no, what I was thinking was we're comparing Metallica to younger guys. And a lot of people say, or at least a lot of people that I talk to say, like Metallica is the next generation of Led Zeppelin. They're, they're, they're the equivalent of Led Zeppelin. Just I agree, the, I agree just with the that next generation. So if Led Zeppelin went 30 years... What would we be saying about Led Zeppelin? Yeah, that's a real interesting question. I would, I would be super interested to hear what they would be up to these days. Mm-hmm. But man, um, I don't know if you saw that thing from '07, but they had it that night. Yeah, but the well, they're not writing. I don't, I don't count fans that go out and like Billy Joel's the same thing. Billy Joel hasn't wrote a new new songs in I don't know fifteen years or something like that. Fifteen yeah. twenty years. Um, so I don't anybody that like just tours on their old material, I don't count them because you can play your old stuff, but can you write anything new? Yeah, I Met- get it. Metallica can. Um, in I don't- theory, Zeppelin can too because they were trying to get it together, mm-hmm. at least some new songs, and get like even a new singer if they had to. This is going back fucking almost ten years, now, right? But um, that never happened, unfortunately. I would like to see what happened with it, but um, you know, <laughs> I like, I, like I said, like I know you're not super familiar with younger bands, but a lot, of, a lot of the more progressive metal stuff is what I'm into, and they're putting out stellar material, mm-hmm. and uh, and at least Event Sevenfold, like I would at least 
put the new self-fold record tied with this new Metallica record. And, and you would have to give each of them time. You know what I'm saying? To really sink in. And we have only had a couple of days with this new record mm-hmm. anyway. So, um, the next thing they judged them against was uh, bands of the same era. And what those bands of the same era are putting out today. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. And it certainly stands up or rises above them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's well, let's let's go back there. So, Anthrax certainly as good as the new Anthrax. I I definitely put their I definitely put the new Metallica right alongside the latest Anthrax CD, which uh, what, what was it called? Um, damn it, I can't remember right now. It's my head. Brain fart. Uh, oh, it's called Brain Fart? <laughs> Megadeth? It's be- new Metallica is, <laughs> is better than the latest Megadeth record, in my opinion. Maybe not the drumming, because uh, Drummer for Lamb of God was on the new Megadeth, and it was killer. Is it, uh, is it better than Chinese Democracy? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. I would like to see. I would like to see Metallica tour with Guns N' Roses again. Riots! <laughs> Another riot's going to happen in Montreal or wherever that was. Uh, what other bands are putting out stuff that is in Metallica's generation? Hmm. Well, like you said, Guns N' Roses—they're touring, but not not putting out new material yet. Anyways. Um, Metal Church, they were alongside them, and the new Metal Church record is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Eleven, if anybody wants to check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, and the next thing they judge it against is their back catalog. And like we said before, it's the best thing they've done since Black Album. I think we're in agreement on that. Mm-hmm. Ju- just beneath their best records, I would put it. What do you consider? And on two days listening, you know what I'm saying. What, like, what are their all... What are their best records? Uh, the best records are "Ride the Lightning," "Master of Puppets," and "Black Album." In that order? And uh, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, production wise, of course, "Black Album" is above those other two. Um, and that I think that goes without saying. And production, yeah, production wise, it's I would... way cleaner. You hear bass way better. You hear guitars way cleaner. Uh, like the, it's I, it, for me, it bar none. Yeah, Black Album's the I top. Mean, yeah, if we were going just on production, then production wise, yeah. anything Bob Rock, with the exception of Saint Anger, would have to top now, it. Song quality, as far as what songs I like the most, Ride the Lightning is my favorite. Okay. Right today, it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Because Master Puppets is the record that was my jumping point into Metallica from my dad. Seeing that, and I've I've actually told stuff about this on the podcast before, early episodes, but seeing that album cover sitting on my dad's stereo and looking at that and wondering, like, what is that band? Don't have any idea what the music's like. Mm -hmm. Probably heard Sandman before because my parents were Casey listeners. Um, but you know, Master Puppets is fucking undeniably maybe the greatest heavy metal album of all time. Oh, that, so, that would be my favorite, probably. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it has been up there for many years at a time for me. So I do like Justice though too. So but I like Justice between, a lot. Justice is between good. It's hampered two, by it's hampered by too many things though. You know what I'm saying? No bass. 
uh, weird jumbly songs. Um, I don't know. I like it a lot. I like progressive metal a lot too. So it it has been my favorite record at times in my life. Mm-hmm. Certainly, the earliest times when I was jamming Metallica, we couldn't tackle those songs. So like <laughs> that was beyond my reach, and I was I always held those songs in a lofty manner. Even one, yep. which is a simpler one of those. That is that is funny and definitely true. Like interesting point as far as like, oh, that's my favorite album now. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like you know, really when I first started listening to Metallica and then discovering other albums, you know, like one point any one of them at one point in time was my favorite for yeah. sure. You know, at one point in time, you know, Kill 'Em All was my favorite or Ride the Line. You know, all of them at one point in time was probably my favorite. So yeah, it's just. I don't know. Interesting, though. I'll get hate for this, but I would definitely put Hardwired above Kill Em All. I don't know that you would get too much hate for that. Honestly. I well, see. Okay, I can see that for sure. Here's uh, the thing. When you judge Hardwired next to Kill Em All. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you judge... <laughs> body revolts. <laughs> when you judge those two records next to each other. Okay. You have the nostalgia thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all these fucking songs yep. that they've played in their set for so many years, some more than others. Some since day one, always been set staples. I, like clearly, you would pick Kill 'Em All over if you're just basing basing on nostalgia mm-hmm. only. Exactly, and nostalgia that, for sure. That holds but... such huge weight. Yeah, uh, production wise. Hardwired has fucking... its cons as well as Kill 'Em All has its cons and in production. Mm-hmm. The drum mix, I and I forgot actually to mention this on Hardwired. Like the drum mix is not 100% ideal for me. Uh, Who, uh... snare wise and tom wise, like I just don't see. I like try to see what they go for sometimes, and it just seems like they want them to be loud. And who is their producer dynamic. on this one? Oh, okay, uh, uh, the same guy that did. That was the engineer, I think, on the last one. Not the same producer, but not not uh, uh, Ruben. Not Ruben. The other, the Jewish guy. Oh, okay. Who and I can't remember his name, but he's a very Jewish name. That's why I know he's Jewish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that guy. Really, that Jewish. guy. And he's great. He's a good. He's a good producer. And all, everything else in the record, I'm giving a thumbs up. But drum mix, maybe not so good. Uh, but back to our point. Would you say Black Album has the best drum mix? Yes, yeah. it's dude. It's been sampled by drummers forever, and uh, it's just how it is. Uh, but back to our point: Kill 'Em All versus Hardwired. I don't think you would get that much hate picking Hardwired over Kill 'Em All. I think that it's very. It's like the baby Metallica. So when you pit, when you you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. as far as like what they were trying to achieve mm-hmm. and uh, put across with that record, it's very much the like infantile Metallica. They grew mm-hmm. so much, even on the next record, like yeah. a year later, they you saw like so much more dynamic oh, in their music, sure. and I keep fucking saying dynamic all episode. <laughs> That's very much like what this space is for me, and why I love this new record so much, and why it can stand up to those old records, is because there is dynamic to it, and there's melody, and there's uh, good soloing, and there's good songwriting, and there's good fucking vocals, and... Like I can, I could go on all day, but because uh, that'll be a long podcast. Exactly, <laughs> uh, we're already reaching the point where we need to move on. But uh, let's go around the table and give out of five stars what you think of the new record. 
We'll start with Mr. Spiderballs. Uh, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. All right. Uh, justification for that? Justification for that is because, as as somebody that likes audio production, I really miss Bob Rock's sound. Oh, yeah. Um, He's good. So, yeah, like the drum mix. Also, um, Kirk solos, I don't think. Like, they fit the song, but the, I, don't, I think he could have done better. Yeah, I'll agree that I think that he... Uh, it's They're all just Kirk. Yeah, but as far as... And as, he's not... He's not jumping, like he's not doing anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go ahead. But as far as riffs, um, song composition, yeah. uh, things like that, and just like being able to like watch them play these live, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fantastic album. Yeah, I hope they tour here twice because <laughs> I would go both times. Uh, Mike, on to you. Half star, boring. <laughs> Wait, half star after. Off of five stars? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, but truthfully. Five? Five out of five. I mean, you know, partially, I'm, I'm, I know I'm super biased because I already love Metallica. Yeah. So, we all and, are. It's, and it's still new, but, uh, you know, going to give it a five out of five because I fucking love it right Upon now. only a few listens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go, uh, f- I'll go four as well. And for the previously mentioned reasons of drum mix and uh, maybe a couple repeaty parts, uh, but that dude, those are small gripes. Mm-hmm. I am I am tempted to take off half a star because I have to sw- switch CDs <laughs> for half ooh, an hour. Yeah, see that's <laughs> ooh yeah, I did it again. <laughs> we should have a counter for that. <laughs> Oh man, the realization and the ooh yeah just go together like <laughs> and, <laughs> in an end. Um, I mean, <laughs> this is one you definitely want to rip onto your phone and listen. That's to what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and I and I did that this morning. Uh, basically, I noticed that last night while we were driving around and you were helping me navigate a little bit. Mm-hmm. That yeah, if you have more than because, half hour drive, <laughs> yeah, because the because they're only forty minutes ish each. No, less than that. There's six ons each, and I don't know what that adds up to on each. Maybe like thirty five minutes on yeah, each. It's probably about. It's probably between thirty and thirty five. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and of a possible sixty, so that means you're switching t- twice as often of a possible seventy two. Actually. Oh, okay. You can fit 72 minutes look at, on Look at the smarty pants. <laughs> I've burned a lot of CDs <laughs> I actually have, too. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard on the podcast, I'm over burning CDs for Jimmy. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're old. Anyway, uh, that's our review. Let us know what you think out there in the uh, listening audience. <laughs> on Podcast <laughs> Mountain? Yeah, on Podcast <laughs> Mountain. Uh, send up your uh, smoke signals of hate to Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out there in the Sea of Pod. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. The Sea of Pod is actually adjacent to Podcast Mountain. Better than yeah. smoking, kill them all, burn your house down. <laughs> <laughs> and to all the metal elitist douches of the world you know just don't fucking listen to it (coughs) all the the metal elitists who do you think is going to go to the new Auschwitz (laughs) 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 there's less of you than you think Uh, yeah uh, and 
I think I could speak for the Metallica producer engineer guy when I say that's offensive. <laughs> it is offensive. It's an unbelievably offensive comment to make. It's all these people that like don't think you're. And it's on Facebook. You said that these were Facebook. It wasn't Twitter, God right? Damn it! It is on Facebook. So and I said we weren't going to get into this. So your real name's on there. You're yeah. an asshole. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it all comes down to this: if you don't like it, don't listen to it. Yeah. That's it's a bottom line. Like that's all you got to do is not listen. I'm okay with people not liking it. It's not like you know. I just Nobody don't understand. I just don't understand people going out of their way to make weird negative comments or like. Or the metal elitist is the weirdest thing to me. To any, I, don't, I don't understand. To entertain all. each other, man. And yeah, that's all it is. But a lot of digital hand jobs being given out. Yeah. Let's <laughs> end this. Let's end this on a positive note. We Games. all like new Metallica. There is new Metallica that is worth liking. And thank you, Metallica. Yes, absolutely. Oh, let's let's give a hand. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give a oh, hand. Oh god. Give yeah. a hand. Hands. Yes. Hand job. And uh, before we get into games, we're take, gonna take a small break. Oh okay. So uh, this, did did you stop it? No. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by once again. Water. Drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> get some fluids in you, bitch. Uh, we'll be back. And we're back. Brackin' brack. Yeah. We're back. Episode number 66. Six. Minus one six of the number of the beast, but that's okay. We'll get there eventually, maybe. Maybe. If we don't die. Not many podcasts get to six. <laughs> 666 Welcome episodes. Welcome to 666 on the road. <laughs> How long would that Still potting. <laughs> yep, we're still potting. You'd have to go like 12 years. Jesus. <laughs> to get this. You know how like Nerdist and Mark Marin and those guys got there is they do multiple They a do week. multiple episodes yeah. a week, yeah. I mean, when if if it's your only thing to do, then yeah, exactly. it's a little easier. Metallica is still making music then. <laughs> oh, boy. That'd be insane. <laughs> Although, I wouldn't put it past them. Anyway, do you we're think back. Do you think they'll put out a new another album after this? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, it, it won't. It probably won't take ten years either. All right, um, enough Metallica. We yeah, we we, I was curious. we definitely uh, got a lot of that Metallica stuff out. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. I'm here with my guests. I don't know if we had a commercial during the break or anything. We might just fucking jump right back in. Probably jump right back in. Uh, we're back here with Mr. Spiderballs, Mr. Daffronian. Uh, and welcome back. We had our pee break. We had some more uh, sponsored water. Yep. Cheers to Get that. Hydrated. And hydrated. we're back to... We're mm-hmm. actually going to break for the cheers to that podcast again. <laughs> Can I do it with cheers to that with water? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you just did, so cheers <laughs> to that. <laughs> and we're back to the Thornberry podcast again. Uh... I teased this a little bit earlier, and I'm not sure if we were recording yet, but uh, it's time for the new Jimmy game. Oh. Yeah, and we we have talked about this a little bit. Tim introduced me to the concept of this game, and I think it's going to work out very well. Awesome. Uh, In the last episode of On the Road with Thornhammer, you heard us discussing a little bit of how I I wanted to have... Okay, well, but let me just explain the game, and then everybody will know what the deal is. 
It's called the gym bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most weird thing I could come up with. I thought I, I actually texted Jimmy about it one day and I was like <laughs> I kind of want to call it Jizzy. <laughs> but he's like, if I have any say in this, it is not called Jizzy. <laughs> so I didn't call it Jizzy. I called it the gym bag, which is equally stupid. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys two statements. And uh, you'll go one person at a time. Uh, I'm going to give you two statements. One of those statements is Google. And one of those statements is Jimmy. And and uh, and here's an example. The first one is going to be, would it be weird if I... And then... It's either a Google autocomplete or right. a Jimmy autocomplete. Exactly. And, the, and, of course, Google's autocomplete is sometimes really weird and sometimes not so weird, but still, like, a little off-center. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, <laughs> I had Jimmy give me answers to these questions... Like, can, can giraffes be gay? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of the ones that I used, but uh, I I used all stuff that would not be easily answerable to, like, uh, like okay, say, for instance, that last episode. Like, you don't have to fucking know what we were talking about in any episode of this show yeah. to answer the question. To Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not going to be leaned in one direction either way because of something we talked about. Like, fucking Ken Giraffe's beginning. <laughs> Which is a very interesting question. Still unanswered, by the way. Uh, so, let's do... Actually, let's do a quick round to say things fast to decide who goes first. Oh, you, don't you mean put that track on repeat? <laughs> I texted him the other day. Yeah. You should name it. Put that track on repeat. <laughs> I forgot about right that. Right after I text him, like, that sounds dumb now. <laughs> what you even, said I don't it? even think yeah. What you said it, yep. you're like, nah. Okay, uh, <laughs> your first statement is... Put that track on repeat. Put, put that, that track, track on repeat. repeat. Whoa. I think Tim got it. I was looking at his mouth. I was looking at, <laughs> for you? I was looking at his bearded, mustached mouth. And, Tim uh, wins. Tim wins. Would so you say it's a pretty mouth? I would. Oh. Well, thank you, Chris. At least today it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good mouth day. <laughs> How are you even looking at my so mouth? Weird. I got this well, in front of me. I can see through. Okay. Yeah, you can see through it. See yeah. my mouth, right? Mm, barely. <laughs> this is great right, for okay, podcast okay. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> they probably just heard mouth noises, which is really weird. It's my favorite uh, thing. Oh, and I had to listen to it for two hours last night <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Sam Richardson. I'm pretty sure he was doing it on purpose. <laughs> he probably was. Well, I said something to him, and he was yeah. kind of like... Oh, he respond- definitely was after yeah. that, then. Because his response, and I'm sure I didn't say it in a nice way or something, yeah. but like, and he has pretty much, he didn't say, go fuck yourself, <laughs> but he, that was kind of his response, but <laughs> it's okay. But it was like torture, but... Yeah, I know, over it. and we all, everyone... Who listens to this knows about your yeah. <laughs> the torture of mouth noises to your to your brain. But anyway, here we go. Tim, your first gym bag question is: Would it be weird if I a kissed her on the cheek, or b went to a movie alone? Which one is Jimmy? Oh, that's a good one. 
I'm going to say... Boy. I was expecting these to be really out there, and I'd be able to like to do something from what kind I of from went, Jimmy. I wanted to make them more of a challenge, so they're more Good normal job. most of the time. Um, I'm going to say Kiss Her on the Cheek is Jimmy. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. Oh, no, I would have wanted to kiss her on the cheek as well. When, uh, I, I honestly wasn't sure if you guys would catch on that one, because Jimmy will never go to a movie alone. So, therefore, he does think it's weird. No. <laughs> so, that's a very Jimmy answer. Because he would never... He Like, I've done it. I've gone to movies alone plenty of times. Yeah, he I've thinks I'm it. a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And he will respond to this. <laughs> I don't see why it's a big deal. Hey, listen. Jimmy's a character. So You watch movies by yourself at your house. Why is it a big deal if you go to the theater? Well, you, I like, go out and, like, sit there by yourself in a theater while there's other people around but you're just not allowed to leave your house by yourself is that no i don't i think it's like if you're gonna go through all the trouble why don't you have somebody with you so you can talk to them about it and experience it together in that case is it weird to go to a sit-down restaurant by yourself he would never do that either i guarantee he wouldn't do that either yeah the movie he would not do that either and I'm pretty sure we've discussed that before (laughs) okay so uh mike on to you Question two in the gym bag. Which one of these answers is Jimmy's answer? What happens if I... A. Eat mold. Or B. Vote for Trump. (laughs) Two very different answers. Equally disgusting. (laughs) Sorry to get political. Uh, Alright, I'm going to go with... Uh, eat mold. I'm sorry, you're also incorrect. Damn. He said vote for Trump. Damn it. Uh, back to Tim. Right. Question three. Is it wrong to... <laughs> A. Sleep with my sister. Or B. Be gay. <laughs> Um, well, let's see. So Jimmy has a sister. Yes, he does. So that means a thought might have actually entered his head if that was his response. On a previous episode and one of the uh, what if things, one of the things was, uh, would you sleep with your hottest sibling or something like that? And he was wrecked about that yeah. question <laughs> so yeah. uh, so you're right he does have a sister <laughs> okay what was the second one or be gay is it wrong to be gay or is it wrong to sleep with my sister which is Jimmy I'm going to sleep with my sister that is correct. No! Oh, and he's on the board. Tim is on the board with one point. Damn it. <laughs> and for the record, we should say, Jimmy would not sleep with his sister. Or Mike. <laughs> Wait, so now it's not on the record? <laughs> okay, Mike, uh, the next question is, who is that guy that, A, does the Dos Equis commercials... Or B, plays Thor in Thor. <laughs> uh, ooh. Hmm. 
I'm going to go Dosakis. That's correct. That's what I would have went with, too. It's like, uh, Mexican, Jimmy, Mexican (laughs) beer. I don't know. I was just thinking, who's the guy that plays Thor in Thor? Mm. Seems like a very (laughs) Google-y autocomplete. Uh, True. It was from Google. So, Uh, All right. (coughs) Tim? Yep. When Mm. did A... 9-11 9-11 happened. <laughs> or B, America become great again. <laughs> These are both good. Which is Jimmy? Uh, I'm tempted to say America become great again because he already did the Trump thing. Um, but... When did 9-11 happen so stupid it almost has to be an autocomplete? But Jimmy could be fooling with me. Fooling. <laughs> Welcome to the Def Leppard podcast. <laughs> um, On the road with Def Leppard. <laughs> I'm going to say America Become Great Again. That's correct. That's you, what I went with because... It has to be. God, what did 9-11 well, happen? I guess we did have Trump on the mind <sighs> when I got these answers from him. That's my, that's my least favorite Ray Charles song. Trump on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Mike. Next question is, how many times do I need to? A, brush my teeth. Or B, poop. Chew my food. No. <laughs> um, man, those uh, those are both really similar in my opinion. As far as they are definitely like they have to ooh. do with like eating and mouthy stuff. Speaking of mouthy stuff, that doesn't it doesn't bother me when you do it on purpose. Not really. All right, fine. Unless you do it on purpose for two hours. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh. uh Brush your teeth. That's correct. That was Jimmy. No. So you are back tied at two to two. Uh, let's see here. Tim. Yeah. Question seven. Where can I? A. Buy beer. B. Buy dry ice. Hmm. 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 Both pretty much the same thing. Jimmy likes beer. Working it out. You're working it out. Jimmy also has a bar, so he might need dry ice for a keg or something. Working it out. Mm -hmm. Um, What is your answer, sir? Buy beer. That is correct. We all know Jimmy's affinity for beer. Hence his appearance. <laughs> I would have went beer because he was probably drinking beer when yeah, he went he to was. So uh, he was probably just like, uh, beer. Beer. I got it in my hand. <laughs> I love Jimmy so much. Jimmy, I'm sorry that I ripped on you just now and only got kind of a half chuckle. <laughs> Jimmy's the best. I know. He's great. Uh, all right. Back to Mike. Question eight. Tim is in the lead. How do I find... A. 
My phone number. <laughs> B. The dog clip. <laughs> oh man, way to do a gimme. A Jimmy? A Jimmy gimme. Well, I feel like dog clit right now, so let's go dog clit. Okay, yeah, that was dog clit, obviously. Like and I know, and I had to throw a funny one in there just to make it more funny. Yeah. Okay, so we are tied. <laughs> and, uh,. I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> Tim, this is, Tim, this is for all the marbles. If you get this question, you win a lot of prizes, and I forgot to show you what the prizes dun, are. Dun, dun. Uh, so unprofessional with this. <coughs> in the prize bag, reaching in, digging in. Your prizes are Rockstar on VHS. <laughs> yes! Great Jimmy. Mark Wahlberg movie. Stand up and shout. From Russia with Love, starring our good friend, Mr. Sean Connery, also kind of a dick. <laughs> CD of the, uh, not the latest Suicidal Tendencies, but the one right before that, 13. Ooh. It's really good. It's really, really good. Ooh. Two cassette tapes. <laughs> Both Huey Lewis and the News. Oh, shit. None with the hits that you like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to win. Uh, I like how I have to go to Goodwill just so I can take advantage of the prices that I'm winning. Yeah. That might be it. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's the prizes. So I need to buy... I do have a CD player or something I'll play CDs. You don't have an old VHS? I don't have an DVD old VHS. Combo? And I, no, I don't. And Damn. I don't have a cassette player. Fuck. You're starting to get a collection. I know. Aren't VHS players like really expensive now? No, you, there's plenty at Goodwill. Yeah, at Goodwill, but no, but like brand new. Like, do they? You actually really can't. Nobody make like the last manufacturer of VHS combo players. Mm-hmm. They don't won't make them anymore. Like mm-hmm. they stopped making. Excuse me. Uh. <laughs> they stopped making them. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was in the Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Tim, mm-hmm. your last question is: mm-hmm. How can I? A, get rid of bed bugs. Or B, get pregnant. <laughs> is it pregnant or is it pregnant? <laughs> it's the. Pregnant. <laughs> it's the actual spelling of pregnant. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say. Pregnant. That's correct, and you are no! a winner of the inaugural. <laughs> gym bag. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it's like it's like Christmas already. Yeah, and I'm sure Christmas gonna, in November. If, when you get around to getting the utilities that allow you to watch or listen to these, <laughs> yeah, things, I'm gonna get right on that. You're gonna fucking love them. <laughs> Which is why I included a CD because obviously you have something that can play that mm-hmm. at least. Uh, the rest is either decoration or you know, <laughs> regifting things. So there's that. There's uh, that. I hope you feel like a winner. I do. I feel like a winner for helping you win those things. <laughs> Winning by process. <laughs> All with the help of myself and Mr. Jimmy Lopez. Thank you, Jimmy. Good job, we should, Jimmy. We should give him a round of applause. Yay! We will certainly revisit this game again because oh, I think you guys enjoyed yourselves. This is a great game. This We're was, making this games a- gated. Wait. Making games great again? Yeah. Said making <laughs> this is a good game. This was, again. This was a good idea. Making giraffes gay again. 
And on that note, we'll close this episode. If you guys want to plug anything, go ahead. Tim first. Um, well, if I'm going to plug anything, I will plug the upcoming On Edge podcast, which is coming out. It was actually supposed to come out this month. I think I'm going to push that back to the beginning of the year. Okay. Because um, I want to like actually do a proper launch of a podcast and see how it goes, as opposed to just throwing something out there when it's ready. Um, so, yeah, look for that at the beginning of the year. You'll find out about the behind the scenes of what we got going on here. And I'm also going to be talking a bit about podcasting in general in case you're interested in starting your own so yep that's in january cool i don't have uh anything to plug uh you can plug the other podcast we do watchers (laughs) watchers on the couch which i think we're gonna do episode found where at honestastudios.com also what podcast apps all of them (laughs) (laughs) that's probably true (laughs) stitcher spreaker itunes those are the ones I always plug. Google Play. Pocket Cast. Google Play? <laughs> yep. Didn't know that. Pocket Cast. I use Pocket Cast for... Pocket Cast? Mm-hmm. We're on there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if we're oh, on... Uh, yeah. Usually, if you're on iTunes, you're on everything. Fucking A, bro. Uh, yeah, there, bro. There's, there's a few <laughs> that you have to submit individually, yeah. like Stitcher. But most of the podcast apps... Right on. ...will have uh, everything. I would like to throw a reminder at the end of this... We need iTunes reviews. If anyone out there listens on iTunes, just fucking pull up the podcast on your PC at home or wherever. And it's a very simple process. Go in there, type us a few words, whether you liked it or not. Give us a rating. We uh, It helps people find us. So we greatly appreciate all that. Please go share this podcast when you're done listening. And uh, thank you to my guests. And... Please all, tell us tell us if you can where you can find the dog clip. <laughs> Leave that in the review. <laughs> Bunch of reviews. It's just yeah, I found it here. That's it. That <laughs> Chris, you're lucky you weren't on the uh, group text message about Scott's wedding. Well, uh, yeah. See, we we podcasted while that was going on. Oh, <laughs> so that's going to be next week's episode. Oh, that's awesome. Where uh, where uh, a few weeks ago there was a conversation happening between. A bunch of friends about a dog clit, and that's all I can say about that right now. Uh, to all the fish, otters. Oh, to all the damn it! <laughs> you fucking shot me down off my cloud right there. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Please fish. <laughs> Please fish. <laughs> Go fish. <laughs> Please fish. Uh, okay. To all, to all the otters swimming in that sea of pod next to Podcast Mountain, we thank you. And good day to you. Drink water, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking water. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that.